It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Cashman. This is our latest Twins chat. We are joined by Red Bollinger and Rhett. Um, the Twins, uh, obviously, uh, a lot of their offense this season is going to be tied to Young Ho Park, the guy they signed from Korea, got off to a really strong start uh, with his initial acclimation in the big leagues. But lately, things not going particularly well. Uh, twins roughed up Jared Weaver on Monday night, as teams tend to do this season. But, but Park was 0-4 in that effort. In his last 22 games, He's batting 139 with a 253 slugging percentage, uh, 30 strikeouts against eight walks in that span. And there's been talk of a bulky right wrist. I'm not sure how much of these struggles are related to that injury, but he's a really hit a wall here uh, these last few weeks. What do you make of it? Yeah, he definitely really has. He has had a real slump here the last couple of weeks. Uh, a lot of strikeouts is kind of the big thing there. Uh, he was kind of, you know, given a day off on Sunday to kind of clear his head. I think he struck out in eight of his previous 11 at-bats before that. Uh, so he got Sunday off and then returned Monday, and as you said, he went over four. So he couldn't get it going after that. Um, yeah, I mean, the risk could be a little bit of a factor. Obviously, we have not seen the same kind of power numbers we saw. Um, he started to kind of get into a groove there uh, early in the season, you know, leading the team in home runs. He still does. He's still tied for the team lead with 11 home runs with Miguel Sano. Uh, but it's just kind of dried up here recently. Um, it was kind of funny. Mulder said that, you know, he talked to Park and asked him, you know, what'd you do when you got in these kind of slumps in Korea to kind of get out of it? And Park just kind of laughed and said, I never got in these kind of slumps. He just didn't ask. <laughs> he dominated over there in Korea. So uh, it's kind of funny. But, yeah, I'm curious. I'm actually going to Korea uh, next week. Uh, I have a friend that lives there, and I'm going to visit him and also kind of do some stories about Park and, and Korean baseball. So I'm curious to kind of hear what, you know, his former teammates and what his former manager and, and all the fans there uh, think of what he's been doing this year. Because uh, it was a hot start, but so far he's starting to really struggle here. Well, that'll be an interesting trip, Brett. Did, uh, did Park give you any tips for that trick? Uh, any, uh... He did a little bit. Yeah, he did. He actually got so excited when I told him that I was going that he started speaking to me in English. Because uh, his English is definitely getting a lot better. But usually, you know, when he talks to the media, he talks with his interpreter, uh, J.D. Kim. But the nice yeah. thing is, too, is his interpreter, uh, J.D., worked for uh, the previous team that he played for and all that, too. So he had some contacts to kind of give me to kind of have everything set up so that I go there, I have credentials and everything else. But, yeah, he gave me some tips on what to do and what to see and what to eat and all that. And I... Look forward to talking to you about it more this weekend before I leave. Very cool. Yeah, we look forward to catching up with you about that on a future podcast. Uh, for now, uh, elsewhere uh, in the field, Eduardo Nunez over at short bit, uh, over at shortstop. Uh, he's hitting 324, 354 on base percentage, 507 slugging percentage, nine homers, 24 RBIs, 15 stolen bases, and 33 runs in 56 games. Pretty strong numbers. I'd even say – borderline uh, on the all-star conversation when you kind of compare them to some other uh, offensive numbers uh, at that spot in the American League. Um, you know, he started the majority of the games uh, at short this season. He's supplanted Eduardo Escobar as the starting shortstop in the short term. Um, I've seen some comments recently from Paul Mulder about kind of long-term, not ready to anoint him as an everyday player. And 
Um, you know, that, that opinion, like every opinion in baseball, is kind of subject to change. But he is 29 years old, so I just just kind of curious what are your thoughts on Nunez this season and, and maybe even his future there. It's been really impressive. You know, last year in limited playing time, he had, you know, a pretty decent offensive season. Uh, nice, you know, bat off the bench, but uh, nothing more. And sure enough, this year, due to injuries, the guys like Plouffe and Escobar, he got regular playing time and, you know, got really hot to start the year, and it's kept it going. That's the most amazing thing. You kind of thought, okay, at some point, he's going to come back down to earth. It's, you know, it's Nunez. He's, like I said, a decent hitter throughout his career, but has been a utility player for seven years uh, with the Yankees and Twins. So it wasn't like he's ever really had a chance to be an everyday guy, but at the same time, he never really showed a reason why. And his defense has kind of been more of the issue throughout his career than his offense. But to have this kind of a breakout season at this age is definitely uh, very surprising. And uh, the Twins are definitely trying to promote him as an all-star. They've got the vote Nunez campaign, even though uh, he's not even on the ballot because coming into the year, coming in as a backup player, you know, obviously not on the ballot. But um, it's been impressive. Some of it, you know, is driven by a little bit of luck. He has a high batting average on balls in play. Uh, will probably come down a little bit. But, you know, the power and the speed numbers are there. I mean, he's hitting some home runs and stealing a lot of bases. I think he has more stolen bases now uh, than anybody did on the Twins last season. I think Hicks led the Twins with 13 stolen bases last year, and I believe Nunez is at about 14 or 15 already now. Uh, so the speed is legit, and so the Twins want to ride it out and see how long it lasts. And like you said, with Molitor, just because of his track record, Molitor wasn't sure, you know, kind of saying that he wasn't you know, sure that he's going to be a regular for the rest of his career or even for a long stretch, just because it is kind of, you know, a breakout that kind of came out of nowhere. But if he keeps hitting and playing like he can, obviously he has the potential to be an everyday guy. Um, I think this year they're going to keep riding him out and making him an everyday guy until he proves otherwise, because so far he hasn't really gotten any type of slump at all. Um, he's been kind of keeping it going all season. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday, and Glenn Perkins is scheduled to receive a second opinion on his left shoulder today in California. Um, but generally, when there's a second opinion, that means the first opinion wasn't too uh, optimistic. I know Perkins himself uh, doesn't seem wildly optimistic about what's going on there with his shoulder. has not pitched in the big league since April 10th, and uh, has not really been able to get it up to a 100% effort level uh, because of the shoulder since then. So um just seems like a difficult situation there for the closer. Yeah, it has been. He's, you know, he threw three bullpens. He's supposed to throw one originally, you know, a couple of weeks ago and got that pushed back uh, because, of, you know, some lingering soreness. Fought after a little bit of rest, but he felt good enough to start throwing again. Threw that first bullpen and did okay in it. Didn't throw at max effort, but said everything kind of went fine. I talked to him after the second one, and I kind of realized, you know, he wasn't exactly saying it went as well as the first one. I could tell something that maybe a little bit up. It wasn't. It didn't go great. But then after the third one, he had to shut it down completely um, because it just yeah, it just wasn't feeling right. And so he's going back for that second opinion. Uh, hopeful that he won't need surgery, but you never know. Um, it's been one of these type of years where he just has been hurt all year. He came into you know spring healthy and uh, in better shape than last year, and kind of wanted to you know obviously prove himself after the second half of last year where he really was hurt throughout most of the second half and and you know couldn't really contribute to the Twins uh, trying to make the playoffs late in the season. Uh, after being an all-star in the first half. So uh, it's been a rough year for him. Uh, definitely very curious to see how it all goes with this second opinion and kind of what they find with this. He had an MRI on Monday. Uh, but, yeah, definitely a frustrating thing for Perkins, and I think a lot of fans are frustrating to see seeing another you know, closer out for this long, too. And, uh, yeah, it's just been a kind of an all-around frustrating season for the Twins and for Perkins. Since we last spoke in, in the pen, they claim Neil Ramirez off waivers. This is his third team in the last month. Uh, the Cubs and Brewers have both released him in recent weeks. And uh, JT Chargois came up. Uh, in general, it just seems like they needed some fresh arms back there because uh, 
I think you noted this is, uh, I believe they have the second most innings in the American League from that relief court. Yeah, and even I think pitching-wise, I think they've used like 22 pitchers already this season, yeah. uh, which is pretty amazing considering we're not even to the All-Star break yet. But yeah, JT Chagwaz, you know, a big uh, relief prospect for them. Great numbers at AA and AAA this year. A ton of strikeouts. Uh, needs to work on his command a little bit, but he does hit in the you know, 97, 98 mile per hour range. Uh, you know, made his debut. Didn't go well, giving up uh, five runs to the Red Sox. Uh, got beat up pretty good in it and got sent down. Uh, but I'm sure he'll be back up pretty soon here, kind of just work on the command. Because the stuff is definitely plenty good. They definitely project him to be a very good bullpen piece for them going forward. Uh, Ramirez is a guy that had a great rookie year two years ago with the Cubs. Uh, very impressive year. And then last year, dealt with a lot of injuries, some shoulder injuries, abdominal injuries. Limited him to only, I think, 19 appearances in the majors. This year, uh, the velocity is still down. I don't know if he's still coming off the injuries or what, but made his debut with the, the Twins on Monday. Also didn't go very well as well. Um, yeah, I, I got to wonder if his average fastball velocity when he was with the Cubs two years ago was right around 95. He was a hard thrower, and, and last night he was mostly sitting 91, 92. So uh, I think once he gets that velocity back, he could be that same guy, but it might be gone. He never knows. So I think the Twins just trying to take a flyer here on a guy that had a very good year a couple years ago and see what he has. And in the worst case, they could obviously just send him down if it doesn't work out again. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where they're going to try some guys. I'm sure we'll see some other guys in the bullpen going forward just because this team definitely needs arms uh, with the way things have been going on the pitching side. Brett, let's wrap up uh, the Twins draft activity uh, this year with the draft now wrapped up. Uh, 42 selections, 31 came from the college ranks, uh, but the draft began heavy on the prep side. Uh, what, what is it, their first, uh, what, four picks? Four. We're all, all from the high school ranks. Um yeah, what, what can you tell me about that approach, that kind of high upside approach early? Yeah, it's kind of what they wanted to go for, kind of target the high upside, high schoolers, some prep guys. Uh, Alex Turlehoff, the guy that took uh, with their first pick and the number 15 overall pick. Uh, a kid out of Pittsburgh area, a ton of raw power. Uh, projects probably to be a corner outfielder with a really good arm as well. Um, the Twins really liked his makeup too. His dad's been a coach, uh, you know, throughout his life and actually built an indoor facility for him to use growing up. So great mechanics. Ton of power, won uh, the Home Run Derby. That's part of that. I think it was a perfect game. Uh, USA won the Home Run Derby over all the other top prospects uh, at Petco Park. He has a lot of power. They took a kid from Wisconsin uh, prep ranks, Ben Wartvert, who's a catcher. The Twins definitely kind of need catching in their system. Uh, and the second day, they kind of went more with a lot of, uh, you know, college arms and college infielders. Uh, maybe the most, you know, interesting one was uh, Griffin Jacks. They took from Air Force. He's the guy, earliest, you know, guy from Air Force has ever been drafted. Uh, no one from Air Force has ever made the majors either. Um, and the Twins believe he'll be able to kind of suspend that five years of active duty that he's required to do. But he has to go back to school next year because he got drafted as a junior. So he's got it this summer. He can pitch in the minor leagues, uh, you know, this summer. But he has to go back to school in August and then finish school in May. And then he can return to the Twins next summer. And then they're hoping they'll be able to just play without having to worry about, uh, you know, any of the um, you know, active duty until after he retires. So we'll kind of see how that goes. But – Strong arm, you know, a really good pitcher in the Mountain West. Uh, I think it was the pitcher of the year there. Uh, broke the school record for wins, ERA, and all that. So, and the son of an NFL player, uh, Garth Jackson, who's a linebacker for the Cardinals and Cowboys. So, yeah, a lot of interesting names in the draft. Uh, but as you said, a lot of college players, especially on that second and third day, they kind of kind of get, especially, you know, they wanted some bats down early in the system because they feel like they have a lot of good arms that are down there, you know, in the lower levels, but they didn't have as many bats, so they kind of loaded up on bats there early. All right, there's the latest from Rhett. I want to thank him for joining us, and thank you all for tuning in.
and MLB.com Extras, Minnesota Twins Edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.